Hello, hello everyone. Hello, hello. Buenos tardes, buenas noches, buenos dias, bueno pal carajo, whichever one y'all feel like saying it is. Hey, my normies and my now normies. I know it's been a while and I've been MIA from recording a podcast or anything like that. I'm recording for YouTube as well, just letting y'all know they're in the conversation too. Alright? But, um, so. Has anybody else been struggling parenting lately, or has it just been me? I know I cannot be the only parent struggling at this very particular moment. Because, like, my four-year-old really acts like she does not understand the word no. Or mommy's trying to work. Or can mommy please finish what she's doing so that I can stay focused and grounded on what I'm trying to do. And not be sidetracked. No, she doesn't get none of that. She doesn't get none of it. She doesn't get any of it. And it drives me utterly, completely insane. But I love her to death. Don't get me wrong. I do. That's my baby. That's my princess. That's my that's my, that's my little boo-boo. That's my stinker butt. No, that's my baby. But she can work my patience, man. She can really work them, especially when I have, like, a lot on my mind. And I'm trying to organize it and make sense of it and figure out what I'm going to do and what I'm not going to do she just knows how to throw me off in a loop she be out of me ready to pull my hairs out my head and be like I quit, I quit, I quit I quit, I give up I give up I plead the fifth to whatever <laughs> Um, I just finished uh boot camp right with the life course training institute and even though i'm already certified i still like to go to anything that is going to help me become a better coach or going to help me to grow my skills and my abilities so boot camp just ended and we were role playing and i volunteered and we like closed off the boot camp with our role playing and it was actually pretty good and the other peer coach who was actually doing the coaching I was being a client he did an awesome job like he really did first of all he really did help me think of some ideas to be honest with you that I did I wouldn't have thought of on my own because I was having like a hard time so he broke it down to me a little bit more and I think I'm gonna really actually do what we said in the role play even though it was a role play because I think I, I could actually make it work for my day-to-day thing um but it's always such an amazing experience when you're working with people, especially when that's your passion. It's not, you don't ever feel like you're going to work. Like, for example, whenever I have my sessions from my cousin, because she's my client right now, I don't ever feel like I'm going to work. It's like, oh, snap, I got that session with Jazz. Don't let me forget. And I say it out loud so everybody in the house in case I get too focused on what I'm doing and my alarm ain't go off or whatever, everybody else helping me keep track so that I make it to that session on time. Because I hate, let me tell you, I'm a person that values people's time and I can't stand when I'm late. I hate it when I'm late. It puts me like, it makes me feel like I'm being rude, ungrateful, unappreciative. Like, I'm just being disrespectful because I'm not caring about their time and what they need and you know things like that so sorry I just hate when I feel like I have a book and something fell on my contacts earlier and it was bothering me and I think it finally fell out 
அப்புறம் I like being on time and when I say on time I like being there 10 minutes early but in the virtual world what I do is 10 minutes before I set up everything that I need on my screen and I make sure I have everything around me that I need so then right as soon as it time hits I'm in there I'm in there like swimwear you know what I'm saying even a minute before I'll log in I don't like doing it earlier than that because if you run into the client then you have to acknowledge the client. So you don't want to run into the client. But um yeah, like I'm I'm very mindful of people's times. I I don't like making people wait cuz they could have chosen not to meet with you or not to work with you and they did. So you got to kind of like be a little appreciative of their time and respectful. But um It was a good it was a good it was it was a good boot camp like I learned a lot it was it was worth me attending even though I'm already certified it was like you always have something new to learn or a new way of seeing things and then I'm always a big believer that depending on who's in that experience with you they can also teach you a lot as well you know what I'm saying and I like that and in that community there's a lot of that like there's a lot of support um with the program that I'm currently building for my coaching business I was so nervous before I put it out in our community on Facebook so that I can get feedback I was really nervous because usually when I try to express myself I struggle I'll get tongue tied I'll say too many words that don't make any sense or I'll forget I'm trying to be professional when I'm typing it and I'll throw in some ghetto and I'll be like no that's not professional and I got to fix it. But when I did half of the product and I put it up there so they can, you know, critique half of it just so I can make sure that I was going down the right path because I don't want to make 12 sessions. Work on all this and then just to find out that all 12 were wrong or like more than half of it was and then I have to go back to the drawing board. So I figured let me put up six of the sessions fully complete three of them and see how it goes and it was like the most amazing feedback and when i say that i mean because they understood and they saw my vision that's like the most amazing feedback ever they understood my vision they saw what i was trying to portray like they they saw what i'm trying to build and i felt like wow i think i really did find my community like this is crazy i'm being so understood like it's ridiculous i feel awesome but anyways that is really not what i why i came on here i came on here to tell you guys a story it is now story time welcome to Lynette's story time. And I am your narrator, Lynette. It is a pleasure to meet you. So you guys know how we really don't go nowhere because we don't have transportation. And I'm struggling with my legs like really bad. So there's a person that moved onto this property. 
that used to live here. And from the moment I found out that they were back on this property, I continued to mind my business like I was doing when they weren't here. I still wasn't going nowhere. I wasn't really being outside. The kids only go outside every once in a while and whatever to avoid having any problems or whatever. I mind my business. Again, I stay to myself. I'm focused on my goals and what I'm trying to do. Nobody around me are like-minded people. So I have to be my own like-minded person. I have to be my own motivator. I have to be my own cheerleader. I have to be my own supporter. I have to be willing to bat for myself because ain't nobody else going to do it. Like, there's nobody... There's ain't nobody else going to do it. Like, so, you know, I have to do it for myself. For me and my children. So, yesterday, so ever since, whenever she walks past the door or whatever, we ignore her. But the other day, my daughter did, the little one, the four-year-old, did walk up to her and growl. Because that's what they, she, they used to do when we used to get along. And, I mean, but I could use... I could use some of yours too. <laughs> you really think I'm gonna say no? Here, let's trade. Nah, I'm good. I said my late. Well, but roll me another one. <laughs> so I get another one? I think about it. It ain't every time I get you get. How how's that fit? Every time I get you get the one I work harder. Uh, yeah, though right now I was working hard because I'm still recovering from the whole night and all of getting four hours and some minutes, seconds and minutes, seconds to minutes of sleep. And, and right now I have unexpected period because of that night now. And it's 15 days early. Yeah, I hate when that happens. They gave me 21 days till it was supposed to come. What you did with the last tree, but... Um, I don't know. That's what I was... Oh, so, I back to story know. time, y'all. Back to story time. Uh, sorry, y'all. You know, storytellers are not supposed to get sidetracked. But you know this storyteller has ADHD. So, this ain't your typical storytelling. This ain't your typical storyteller. Sorry. Sorry. My Non-apologetically me, but I can't please everybody. I can only please myself. And I'm kind of happy with the way that I am. happy with the way I am. Come on, like, be nice. So you're not going to play nice? Word, you're just not going to play nice with me? You're going to let me tell my story and smoke my cigarette? Word, that's how you feeling lighter? Not even one little bit of liquid is in there so we can light one more sucker? Not even? Really? Bye bye. Hi, don't worry. It I gave a bear. Dead. It has said, I am going to the graveyard. And replacement is now locked in. We are now ready to go back to our regular programming. So, my son 
went to go walk the dog out last night. Now, they're supposed to be walked in the front. But because he can't control Koa, Koa actually walks him. He doesn't walk Koa. Is why um, I have him go to the back on the side. So that he's not, Koa's not jumping on nobody. Nobody's getting scared of her. Avoid him from not having the social techniques to tell that person what's going on because of his autism and everything else. So since she's moved here, there was no problems. He was going with no problem. But last night, Delano comes in. Mommy, some guy stopped me talking about were you by my window? If you were by my window, stay away from my window. Don't be by my window again. So what guy? Some dude with a long beard. I'm, what? He was like, I don't even know what he was talking about. I was so confused. And I was like, I'm confused myself. Like, I don't understand. And then he was like, I don't know. I was like, well, now now I into myself. I'm telling myself, now as a parent, now I got to be cautious because I don't know who this adult is. Or why they're approaching my 13-year-old son. Like, I just couldn't understand that. <laughs> Especially when everybody around here knows my kids have autism. Cut it out, please! I'm recording! Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. The story agitated me enough when it happened. I don't know if it's going to agitate me while I'm telling it. So I'm just trying to stay as mellow and as calm as I possibly can. But anyways, so Donald comes in, whatever. Biba has enough time to eat her baked potato, bake cupcakes, feed Koa, and um, put the food away. Um... Then walk out Koa, right? So this is about 30, 40 minutes after Delano had already walked the dog. After Delano, Booger already came back from walking the dog. So Beva leaves. As soon as Beva leaves, all Beva did was probably walk around the corner. Here goes, doom, doom, doom. I already know my door is not closed. Everybody knows that when they go to walk out the dog, we don't close the door all the way so they can just come back in. Then she going Push my door open. Your son was by my window listening to me have sex. What? Literally, that's the face that I made. What? Your son was by my window listening to me have sex. I was like, first of all, Delano was walking Koa. Delano's been walking Koa there since before you moved here. Delano was walking Koa. Like, he don't give a fuck what you're doing in your room. He don't give a fuck if you're fucking in your room because he has his headphones in. Delano's headphones be so damn loud. Like, I just yelled, you guys, I'm recording, and he was still loud. That's why Beva had to walk and go over there and tell him mom is recording because he can't hear. But she, this person is so busy wanting to be relevant where they don't play and they are not a common factor. Like, they don't have any weight in my life. We realized they were not the person that they claimed to be. And I don't have toxic people around me. No, thank you. So I mind my business. 
So I'm like, I'm, the whole time I'm telling her the same thing. Like, oh, will you send your kids over there to bother me? Excuse me? So my kids can't be outside playing now because you moved here? I'm like, my kids do not go over there at all. nowhere near you. They go to the little boy whose door is right next door to hers. Because he comes looking for them. They're not worried about her. None of us. So this is where I'm like, can you just move away from my door, please? Can you move away from my door, please? She's refusing to move away from my door. She's refusing to move away from my door. She's denying anything that I'm saying. So I got so angry. I got so freaking mad that I turned around and I started yelling to get the fuck away from my door. You're not fucking relevant. You don't fucking matter. We don't fucking care about you. You're not fucking important. Get that through your fucking head. When the fuck will you understand? Next thing I know, she's trying to lunge into my house. Makes half of her body in. And mind you, this girl is pregnant. Makes half of her body in. If it wasn't that her baby daddy and whoever other woman was there that should have mind their business, that had nothing to do with the beef that her and I had before they moved here, and I don't know who that person was, grabbed her as well to get her away from my door. You came looking for trouble, so let's say my son did stand there, right, and hear whatever. That doesn't merit you coming to attack me. When I asked you to remove yourself away from your door, from my door, you should have just removed yourself away from my door because if I needed to talk to anybody, it's not talk to you. I need to talk to my son. I need to go be a parent if that's the case. So why were you still by my door? There was nothing else we needed to say each other to each other. And an adult would know that because now it's my job to turn around and be a parent and go parent my child and find out what's going on. And then tell him, well, I no longer want you walking past that location and whatever the hell else it is that I need to do to avoid having any other issues moving forward because I know how I am and I know how my thoughts get. And a person who does not value their life really does not value anybody else's unless it comes to my three children. So I'm sorry, I'm taking a scab off the top of my lip. But I'm not going to put myself in a situation that I'm going to take myself away from my kids either. Because I have not been fighting this hard to get these blessings to come and get myself where I need to be to get on my feet. Just to let anybody knock me off that throne and put me where I don't need to be. We stay within our domain and within our doors and we don't speak to anybody. Whoever comes to talk to our door, I speak what I speak and I'll speak it in front of anywhere. I'll speak it because I still feel how I feel. It is what it is. I'm speaking my experience, what I've experienced in whatever situation. I'm not speaking what I've heard because I hear a lot of shit, but I mind my business because it got nothing to do with me. Everybody has their own vice. Everybody has their own problems. I'm a straight up pothead. I smoke weed all day, every day, sun up, sun down. Everybody has their own vice and their own problems. That ain't none of my business. That got nothing to do with me. But if I'm not, if I refuse to help you anymore and cut all ties because of how you did my daughter wrong and how you try to play me, that don't mean come looking for trouble. That literally means exactly what I said when I told you and I warned you beforehand. I cut people off with no problem. I'm not going to take away from my kids to help somebody else that don't deserve it. 
for that I'm going to keep on focusing on my kids and keep on doing what I got to do that's just me being a responsible adult and a responsible parent that's just it you did what you did and I cut my ties called it a day I had nothing else to say I had no more words to speak. I never even got an apology. I never even got a my bad. I should have handled that better. Nothing. Thank you for what you did or tried to do for me. Thank you. Nothing. So what do I have to say? I don't have anything good or bad to say. Except mind my business and watch out. That's it. And inform anybody else that I think may be nice just to watch out and be wary of you. If they befriend you and find their friendship with you, then hey, that's on them. But I'll just let them know, hey, just be wary and watch out because I had my own problems. That's it. We don't even got to go into no details. If I like that person, I think that person is cool. You feel me? That's all I'm going to say. And I'm not going to give another details because ain't no details going to be relevant. It don't matter. They weren't there. That's it. That's just who I am. But I don't go looking for trouble with nobody. I'm not knocking on nobody's door. When kids do things, that's when I knock on the door to go talk to the parents so that the parents and I can get on the same page and they can go parent their children because that's not my job. My job is to parent mine. Catch mine for what they were wrong on and catch, you know what I'm saying, and let them know what's cool and what's not cool. That's my job as a parent to my kids. So, you said what you had to say. I said what I had to say. When I asked you to remove yourself from my door, you should have just removed yourself from my door. Now, I would have been wrong if she would have came in here. And the sad part is, I'm pinned the same way. I'm The way I'm pinned right now, that's the same way I was pinned last night. This chair right here, these bins right here, my wheelchair was turned off. I wouldn't have had time for it to turn on and allow me to back up from when she came to lunch so that I can get ready to, you know, catch her real good. That wasn't going to allow me time to do that. It wasn't. But I'm also not going to allow myself to be attacked either. So if shit was going to get flipped, shit was going to get flipped. But a bitch was going to find her way. And then I'm causing more damage to my legs. And I'm taking away from my ability to walk because somebody else wants to attack me because they can't control their anger. Because they think they're relevant in people's lives that they're not. And you're just mad because you're not relevant anymore. Just keep it pushing. Let yourself be. Go live. Be happy. Be ready to be a mom. Like, come on. This game. This is not a game. Grow up. You're about to be a whole parent. So this is my story, y'all. And then I call the police, right? So... I was told what steps I need to take and what I need to do next. And that's what I'm getting ready to do. Take those steps and do that next. Because now I don't feel safe where I sleep at. I don't feel safe with my kid going outside. And that's not fair. That's not right. My child should be able to go outside. My son should be able to walk the dog and not be accused of anything. Because in your mind, you got so paranoid that that's what you're thinking. Like, come on, yo. Like, I got bigger fish to fly. I got two businesses I'm building. Two businesses I'm growing. I got another certification I'm working on. Like, 
seriously? Like seriously? Like seriously? Let's just grow, grow up. But yesterday was supposed to be Tanaja's wedding, and I was all hyped about that just for it to end the way that it ended. Like I was so angry, my legs were shaking so bad. It took me a second to be able to get to the room because I was just that livid. Like I was, my mind was blown. Like. Word. I'm thinking she's just about to walk away just to find out she's trying to lunge at me. Put half her body in. I was told that if I would have put my hands on her, pregnant or not, nothing would have happened because I was all in right. She was inside my residence, inside of my door, and came to attack me in my wheelchair. I ain't posed no threat. I'm still sitting the same way I was sitting here. She's at the door, and I'm just talking to her like this at the door while still in this wheelchair. Like, I did not move. I did not. I didn't do nothing. That was no damn threat. Except when I yelled, I was going like this with my hands, shaking them up and down because I was trying so hard not to punch something. I didn't want to break the laptop. I was trying so hard to just stay as focused and grounded as possible and not give her any any of my energy. None of it. That's all I was trying to do. But that's messed up and that's jacked up. And it just speaks volumes of what type of parent are you going to be. Anybody, to me, anyone that's ready to fight when they're pregnant, you're not thinking about your child. You're not. Because you don't know where that other person's mentality is. You don't know if that other person is homicidal. You don't know if that other person is not even going to think of your baby as a, a vital person. You don't know what that fight is going to transpire. People keep going, oh, you can fight sideways. That don't mean the other person won't fight dirty. That don't mean that. Like, why would y'all put yourself in these situations when you're supposed to be learning how to protect your child before they even arrive? But instead, you're putting them in danger for what? What are you gaining out of it? Nothing. Nothing is being gained out of it. Not a darn thing. Except you're being hot-headed. For what? Like, even when I was going through my not knowing how to control my bipolar or, or my emotions or my mood swings or none of that or my postpartum, I didn't even wild out like that. Like, come on. There's this thing called self-control Every once in a while, we should practice it, especially while we're growing up. It's very imperative to have it when you're a parent. What happens if your child makes you that angry? You're going to lunge at your child? Like, come on. It's just common sense. And I wanted to just, you know, tell you all about it and touch bases on it and let it go. And release it and just be done with it. Like not let it have no more power to irritate me, frustrate me, or have any weight in my day in any shape, way, or form. So this is my way of just letting it go and telling y'all a story along the way. That's all it is. Because it no longer has any weight. So I do hope that... um. Wait, how am I going to end this? This is too early to be ending a podcast, though, because this is a kind of short podcast, but it's okay. I'm going to end it here, you guys. It was definitely a pleasure telling y'all the story and chit-chatting with y'all. 
So I hope y'all have a blessed day, okay? Don't forget to make tomorrow whatever, whatever. I forgot. Bye.